Well, I have very serious concerns about more consolidation. We need more competition in our telecom sector. Uh, we don't have enough competition. We saw that uh, with the Rogers shutdown. But our purpose in all telecom policy is more competition and choice so that we can have lower prices and better service for our consumers. And Pierre Pauly ever made that comment three weeks ago out of concern of a decision that uh, has now come down and we are going to have less competition. And this has to do with the proposed Rogers takeover of Shaw Communications, a huge headline that broke Tuesday afternoon. And the company that owns Chorus is Shaw. And on Tuesday, the Competition Tribunal dismissed an application from Canada's uh, competition watchdog. They were looking and hoping to block the proposed $26 billion purchase of Shaw, which now clears the path for this deal to go ahead. The competition you know, tribunal had argued in part that there'd be less competition. It does require approval from the Innovation, Science, and Economic Development you know, Minister. But that just seems like a formality at this point. It should not be. The question should be, you know, how does less competition and more consolidation of these big telecoms lower costs for us and get better service for things like phones and cable? We pay some of the most unbelievably high prices. I think we pay the highest prices in the world. And also, what does this mean for local news that just keeps getting cut back at a time when we actually need more? Let me ask these questions. John Lawford is an executive director of the Public Interest Advocacy Center. John, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Alex. These big telecom deals, even for someone who works in the business, I find them very, very confusing. Um, and so I'll let you kind of parse through this. But I want to be clear, you know, Chorus is owned by Shaw, which is what, who I work for. So there's no question going to be changes all around on that front. Um, but take us through some of the, the implications of, of, a, of a takeover like this or a, a consolidation like this. Okay, sure. What you've got is Rogers taking over all of the um, cable, TV, and internet infrastructure that Shaw has, uh, as you know, <clears throat> out west, uh, whereas um, Rogers pretty much has Ontario border east. And putting those two together will give them a very strong backbone so they can carry their internet traffic, but also wireless traffic and people, uh, as you know, are using their cell phones just as much as any other connection. And that was the big the big flashpoint that we just had was actually over the uh, the customers that Shaw has, the Freedom Mobile customers, and who would get them, and whether having them go to um, go to Rogers would make Rogers too large and wireless. Mm -hmm. So that was the start of the uh, the complaints from the public, and then the Competition Bureau got involved. They took their time, though I must say. Uh, about a year to decide to go and challenge this merger, which they finally did. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and of course, yesterday that got dismissed at the Federal Court of Appeal. But the point being, um, there's a risk that you'll have, you'll have at least higher wireless prices in certain areas of the country and likely very similar internet and, um, and wireless prices in the rest of the country going forward and no, no, no imagined drop but I can get into that. Yeah. And one of, I, I guess, the hangups of the deal was that they didn't want, um, and, and you got into it, is having uh, Rogers keep all the, the cellular <coughs> services of Shaw. So Quebecor uh, took Freedom 
off their hands for $2.85 billion uh, in the deal earlier this year. And again, they, they yep. say, well, look, look, that now we're okay. But the point is, we don't have competition in this country. It's one of our biggest, well, one of many of our biggest failures is whether it's airlines, whether it's telecoms, we don't have competition, which means we're we never going to be able to actually fight for the consumer. You're certainly going to have higher prices and way worse quality of service, which is what I think That's a hard uh, Mr. Poiliev. <laughs> like, how do you get worse yeah. service? Well, I mean, you get things like outages for two days yeah. and such. And um, and and then the company is saying that that's not a big deal and, and people shouldn't interfere with their networks, which they said afterwards. So, I mean, what we need to have is, you're right, more competitors, not just more competition, whatever that means, because we do have what the companies think is competition. They say, look, we have three big telecoms uh, to get your cell phone service from all across Canada. Uh, and now with Videotron, if they take over the Freedom customers, as you mentioned, they should step in the shoes of what Freedom was doing and you'll have a fourth choice in many markets. Mm -hmm. Well, not exactly the case. And that Videotron build out relies on um, some deals that Rogers cut with them uh, to have sort of below cost service, because when you use your cell phone, it goes from your cell phone into the tower and then immediately onto the, the wired network and having that wired network to get, you know, the signal back to where it's, it's processed is really where you get the advantage. And now Rogers has this nationwide network pretty much. And so for someone like Videotron to try to take that on at West where they don't really have those facilities, they have to have a sweetheart deal, you know, a cheap wholesale rate. Um, and that could go away. Either Rogers could not, you know, could back away from that because that's just a commercial agreement, or you know, um, it could it could fall apart uh, because they get into a fight. All these things could happen, and we're just not we're not assured of that. But even if it does, what you've got is a market that looks exactly the same way as it does now: yeah. three big competitors and one one side one that has less than ten percent of the market. Really leaves the big boys uh, a lot of room to raise the prices as they wish each year. Yeah, Goliath commands the market, and the minister's going to have to sign off on this. I was surprised by the speed of this deal. The, the companies want this done mm -hmm. by the end of January, which is a few days away. But the minister said, you know, I'm going to be very thorough looking at this. But this is also a government that said that they would lower cell phone costs by, what, 25%. I don't really know how they were going to do that. But certainly signing off on this deal won't won't lead to that. I don't believe so. Our Our group doesn't think so, and I have no hope that the minister will step in to block the, the transfer to Videotron of, of the spectrum, which would be the last piece that he could block. Um, he doesn't have authority to block the whole deal. That's the Competition Bureau and Competition Tribunal, and that's over. Yeah. So uh, Competition Bureau, by the way, yesterday said they aren't going to appeal. So it's over. And um, It's crazy. He, i got to be he, honest. The he is lack already of want to fight any, like they could even just pretend. Like can't they just pretend? Well, I think that the minister is saying, look, I've, he didn't do it, but he's he's expecting that the deal between Rogers and Viotron will lead to lower prices that we see, quote unquote, in Quebec, which are, quote unquote, 20% lower than normal prices, say around Toronto, you know, but I'll believe it when I see it, A, and he can't enforce that. Mm -hmm. um, and so once the spectrum is over is gone, then that's really more a matter of whether Videotron can keep up the pace and uh, and manage that kind of expectation, but there's no way to force the companies to to stick to that that pricing guarantee going forward. So he'll probably approve it saying, look, I I brokered this and and I'm, you know, we're an amazing government, but I don't think so. They've got our backs.
On the other side, uh, more, more, you know, uh, locally, though, um, whenever these big telecom companies come in and take over, I mean, they, they're not in the business of really worrying about local news. So it's, it's a, it has a really big impact on the kind mm-hmm. of news coverage and how much, you know, you get of it. Um, and we keep getting cut out of the local markets, which has been going on for a really long time. That is mm-hmm. not, you know, whether people hate the media or not, having less resources and less, um, you know, journalists in the local markets does not do us any good. And it's a, I think it's a really big problem because, you know, if we're looking for accountability and stuff like that, it's, it gets harder to get because they don't tend to, to hold on to, they don't really care about the journalism or, or necessarily, um, you know, the smaller markets because they're, they're about making money and, and cutting costs. Yeah, sure. And it's expensive to, to report public things for the public interest. And that's, that's, that's news, local news is number one job. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the government has got a bill that they say there's going to be some transfers to news organizations. Which doesn't um, help. <laughs> that which does not help. I don't think will fill the hole. I, we've always supported the idea that if you're a large company vertically integrated and you have telecom and broadcasting assets, that they should cross-subsidize your news and the CRTC should should make that happen. And and so far that hasn't caught on. There's some some money transferred around inside license applications when when your TV and radio go up to get their new license from the CRTC, they promise to do news. But, you know, the CRTC hasn't been aggressive enough with that. I agree with you. Yeah, no, like they're, they're just uh, a little too slow, uh, like the Competition Bureau. But nonetheless, it's a big deal. Lots of um, fallout of it. It'll take uh, course over the next few months, but we'll wait and see. Appreciate you kind of um, filling us in and, and, and talking about it because it is uh, not something that gets a lot of attention, but it has a, a lot of consequence. Well, if I if I may, Alex, yeah. I just point people to the fact that today in Ottawa we're having one last gas hail mary hearings in the industry committee about whether this deal should go through. So maybe they'll say something political that will move the minister or the government. But uh, you know, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, don't. Not not on that one. All right. Thanks so much, John. Good luck. Thank you, Alex. That is uh, John Lawford. He's a uh, with public interest advocacy. So there you go. Um, it is probably going to be a thing, and. Um, Your cell phone bill will be too, a thing, a higher thing. (laughs)